You are listening to now officially the second most coveted free agent in the NFL, Chris Esposito, Tattoos and Touchdowns, exclusively on iTunes and InsidePulse.com. What's going on, everybody? Uh, as you could hear, no music this week. Uh, I'm actually getting rid of that song, and I'm going to be making my own. So the next couple of shows is going to be no music before it. I know. Uh, can you really live without ACDC without he- before hearing my beautiful voice? But too bad. Get over it. If, you have, if you've been living under a rock the last 24 hours, there's been a lot of speculation now, and it is now official that Peyton Manning is going to be on a new team next year. The Indianapolis Colts have officially released the perennial superstar first ballot Hall of Famer. And here in lies the curse of the Colts. We've had the, Col- we've had the curse of the great Bambino with the Red Sox and the Yankees. I am affectionately calling this the curse of the great Manbino. This is the biggest mistake the Indianapolis Colts can make. And I'm going to give you a few reasons why this whole show is going to be about this today. Now, I was actually going to post earlier in the week, and I was going to give a big write-up and, and talk about Ryan Braun with the appeal. On the, Listen, no one cares about baseball yet, especially when something of this magnitude crushes. And good for Ryan Braun, because when something this big happens, things like that kind of fade away. No matter, This is something that can actually transcend and cross sports more than anything else. It's just like when Wayne Gretzky was traded from Edmonton to L.A. It's on that level of incredibleness. And yes, incredibleness is my word. If it doesn't exist, too fucking bad. Indianapolis flat out is in trouble. What they're trying to do is, they. this has all but sealed the fate of Andrew Luck being the number one overall pick in the draft coming up in April. I understand where the Colts are coming from. You got as much as you could out of a, out of a man who's now 35 years old, and he just came off neck surgery. There's speculation that there was even more than one neck surgery. So you're going to try to catch lightning in a bottle with Andrew Luck and hope that he's going to be the next Peyton Manning. I understand the logic, but we saw this year a Manningless Colts are a sad team. They're lost. Understand that wherever Peyton Manning goes, 95% positive, he's bringing Reggie Wayne with him. So now you've actually limited Andrew Luck to having Pierre Garçon, Anthony Gonzalez, who is now very concussion-prone, and Dallas Clark. They still have no running game. This is why I've been saying from the get-go, if you're the Indianapolis Colts, you're not going to re-sign Dwight Freeney. There's talk that he's going somewhere else. Do you understand how much you could have gotten for Andrew Luck? Well, not even so much Andrew Luck, that first round pick in general, that number one pick. You could have got a brand new team. You could have got a Matt Flynn from the Packers, and I'll get to him in a second. You could have got somebody on that par and grown up with, have him. Now, first he would have followed in the footsteps of Aaron Rodgers. Now he would have been following in the footsteps of Peyton Manning. He would have had two of the top five greatest quarterbacks in the league right now to learn on that, and then he could have taken over the offense. We saw Curtis Pena couldn't cut it, and Kerry Collins was a big old disaster in Indianapolis. But, I digress. That's for a different time and a different place. Bottom line is, the Colts fucked this one up royally. They're a classless organization. For this reason alone. Last week, I had turned around and said, you root for the jersey, you don't root for the player, there's, you know, there's a time and place for everything, and if you get what you want out of the guy, they, he doesn't owe you anything. And in this instance, yes, you know, with Albert Pujols, he didn't owe St. Louis anything, and Indy doesn't, uh, Peyton Manning doesn't owe Indy anything either. But the difference here is, 
Indianapolis Colts fans didn't want Peyton Manning to go. Andrew Luck is going to be stepping into a very a very hostile situation here. Produce now because you're not Peyton. You need to realize that we we expected greatness. Now, listen, Peyton Manning had a lot of faults. He couldn't beat the Patriots. He only won one big game. He made it to two of them. He choked sometimes in clutch. But you know what? Compared to what Andrew Luck hasn't done yet, I'll take a 35-year-old Peyton Manning with half a neck any day of the week. That may be me just being an old school sports fan, football fan that I don't like to I don't like to, you know, lose my grip on the people that I've grown up with. But whether you love the guy or you hate the guy, Peyton Manning is number 1 in the conversation of top 5 quarterbacks now. In the conversation also of top 5 quarterbacks of all time. Think about that. The Colts stepped in shit in this one. And not in the good way. You know, and the, the, the line is, if you step in shit, it's always a good thing. You know, luck is going to happen. And in this case, literally, luck is going to happen, whether it's good or bad. There's six teams that I've really started to... I, I dissected this, and there's six teams out there right now that have a legit shot or a legit reason to sign Peyton Manning. There are a lot of teams out there. I did this in my first cast with Tim Tebow that don't need a quarterback. I understand it's Peyton Manning, but if you're the Packers, you're not getting rid of Aaron Rodgers. If you're the Giants, you're not getting rid of his little brother who has one more ring than him. I'm going to run down quick the six teams. I'm going to give you the pros and cons, basically, of each team. And I'm going to give you who I think he's going to if and when he's healthy, if and when he resigns, or signs to another team. Considering the fact he is 35 years old, and he can come back. He's Listen, he's in the twilight of his career. We've seen guys who should have gone away and never did. Cough, cough, Brett Favre. Cough, cough. But looking at it, he's still got something left. He's going to be an, a head coach. Think about some of the great lineage of, of players that have become coaches. Jim Harbaugh being number one. And again, I'm going to get to them in a second, too. The 49ers I'm talking about. Peyton Manning has a mind for the game. He's had a mind for the game since Tennessee. And, and even before that, he had a mind for the game watching his father play for the Saints. The difference between Peyton and Eli, though and this ties into everything, is Peyton doesn't follow Archie's lead like Eli does. Archie is Eli's puppeteer. Eli was drafted by the Chargers. Archie turned around and said, you're playing for the Giants. He gets traded to the Giants on draft day. Things worked out quite well, but he could have been doing these things for San Diego. And i got to give a nod to Eli on certain things because he, he plays in a bigger pressure situation than Indianapolis is. But that's neither here nor there. That's not, for this, that's not for this show. I have three AFC teams, three NFC teams, and one pseudo-wildcard team that I'll touch on a little bit because it's just a personal thing. The three AFC teams I have, I have the Cleveland Browns, the Kansas City Chiefs, and Miami Dolphins. Cleveland Browns is just a thing where, because Mike Holmgren's there, and that would be two amazing minds, but I would see them clashing too much. 
Cleveland's like number six on my list of teams where I think he's going to end up. The Kansas City Chiefs are kind of are kind of intriguing. Now I'm throwing salary cap out the window right now because of course he this guy is going to command at least three years, seventy five million, if not more. He could be a pain in the ass and say, "Listen, I want five, I want five years, a hundred mil. I want four years, a hundred mil with incentives, laden incentives." He comes back this year. He puts he throws for three thousand yards. He's come back player of the year, hands down. The Kansas City Chiefs are kind of cool because they have a solid defense. They have a decent receiving core. If Moiaki stays healthy and they have Dwayne Bowe, you look at a guy in their, in their backfield like Jamal Charles, when he comes back healthy, they have something to build around for him. And Peyton, I don't think, which is another reason why I rule out Cleveland, Peyton wants to win now. He wants one more ring for a few reasons. Number one, it's a personal thing. He wants he wants another ring. Another reason, now especially, he wants to shove it up Indy's asses. Look what you did. You took a kid, you took a chance on me, but you took a kid and you're going to have some futility now when I just gave this team a championship. So Kansas City, and think about it, I mean, Kansas City's kind of a replica of Indy with... When Joe Montana was on the San Francisco 49ers, they saw Steve Young up and coming. They wanted to go with Steve Young. Montana was gone. He goes to Kansas City. And he led Kansas City to the playoffs. He had a decent team. I mean, he had an aging Marcus Allen at running back. But it's Joe Montana. And in this instance, you turn around and say, well, it's Peyton Manning. I don't care how old he is. It's Peyton fucking Manning. Indy gives up on him. The Kansas City thing is a tie-in. It'd be interesting if he goes there. That's a team that if you put him on that team, they're guaranteed division division winners. It's a very weak division. I would ex- expect a Charger resurgence next year, but I would give the nod to Kansas City hands down. So Kansas City on my list is number three. So I have Cleveland six, Kansas City three. The team coming in at number two on the list of who I think he's going to go to is the Miami Dolphins. They round out my AFC, you know, triad. The Miami Dolphins, man, listen, it, it would be a tough sell for him. Yes, he has he has a house down there. He likes warm weather. He likes playing where there's really no where there's not too much weather to affect him. Miami's kind of tough because it does rain a lot. Kansas City's also a tough sell because it does snow at times. I don't think he'll go there for the simple reason of Dan Marino. It's it's got to be something. I, I think Dan Marino has a lot of pull still when it comes to the Miami organization. Think of what a slap in the face it would be for Peyton Manning to come there and in the first season, hypothetically speaking, he comes in and he wins the, he wins the Super Bowl for them. Something Marino couldn't do. Marino never had a running game. But Clayton and Dupa were fantastic as receivers. The thing about the, 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 the Dolphins now is their defense is meh. It's okay. But they have an outstanding core of... They have two running backs, Reggie Bush and Daniel Thomas. And Thomas showed he could be serviceable last year. And Reggie Bush can be his very big threat out of the backfield. Uh, just look at circa two years ago with... 
the Saints, Breeze used him as a security blanket out of the backfield. But then Reggie Bush is going to bitch and complain that he's not getting 30, 30 carries a game, but even though he can't because he'll break down half the season and he can't keep his hands on the ball. They have Brandon Marshall, which is big, but Brandon Marshall's too much of a mouthpiece. If you notice, Peyton made his receivers better, Reggie Wayne, Marvin Harrison. But even though Harrison, as we saw later on after he retired, he was a hothead, you never saw it on the field. The difference between him and Brandon Marshall is Brandon Marshall's a hothead on and off the field. He, he commands the ball constantly. Peyton Manning's not that type of, of passer. He's not that type of quarterback. He spreads the ball around. I can, I, I can, I've lost count in how many games in the beginning of the game he's thrown 15 passes, 10 of them to different receivers. That's why he's so tough to read. It's not because he makes 700 different changes at the line. It's because he has the best field vision I've ever seen in a quarterback. Anthony Fasano would reap the benefits. We saw what, what Peyton did to for Dallas Clark. Just a matter of time. Fasano needs that. That's the AFC. I go to the NFC. I have one fun pick in the NFC. And they go to number five on the list. I got the Washington Redskins. Now, I know it's never going to happen. And the main reason it's never going to happen is because Peyton, uh, through people, has basically turned around and said, I will never, ever, ever play in the same division as my brother. I can't play him twice a year. He doesn't like to play him once a year, let alone twice a year. He has loathed every time they've pl- the Colts had played the, the Giants, even though he owns the Manning Bowl, quote-unquote, two games to nothing. Snyder of the general manager for the Washington Redskins, throws money around worse than the U.S. uh, National Mint. And he would do anything to open the wallet and give Peyton Manning money. Like I said, the problem is he won't play in the NFC East. It's way too cold for him. Way too cold. Look at Peyton's lineage as far as, you know, where he's gone. Tennessee, super warm climate. Indy, dome. He had one Super Bowl win, but it was in a warm climate, even though it rained. He likes warm weather. The less the elements affect him, the greater he is. Whereas there are quarterbacks, Brett Favre is included in this, that if it's three degrees outside and there's four feet of snow out, please believe he's going to throw for 400 yards and four touchdowns. Aaron Rodgers is becoming that quarterback. To a lesser extent, Eli Manning is that quarterback, and Tom Brady is at the pinnacle of that also. So Washington, I put it number five. Number four on the list is the San Francisco 49ers. I know. I know, I know, I know. Can they get any more amazing Hall of Fame quarterbacks? Started with Montana. We moved to... I'm talking in the the, the late 70s, early 80s, into the 90s and 2000s. uh, Joe Montana... Montana begat Steve Young, and Steve Young begat Alex Smith. Alex Smith is terrible. Jim Harbaugh, Indianapolis ties. He's a player's coach. The problem I see there is Harbaugh is so much of a college coach still, and probably always will be. He's got that psych-up, let's-do-it mentality that Peyton doesn't need. 
What Peyton needs is a is a coach to stand there and say, Peyton, this is your team. Do what you will with this team. And he goes out and does what he does. That's why he's Peyton Manning. I don't see it happening for the simple reason of that. The thing is, think about it. And this is another situation where he would be following in the footsteps of two Hall of Famers that he, it, the legacy wouldn't be his. You know, when he won the Super Bowl in Indianapolis, the legacy is and was his. Now Andrew Luck has to follow in those footsteps. Montana did it first, Steve Young did it, and he heard all the criticism. Peyton, this is, this is five years of fun for Peyton, wherever he goes. He wants to win, but why get thrust into the situation of San Francisco when they've done nothing but win championships and you now have to follow a pretty impressive act? I mean, there's enough, there's enough new fans now that have forgotten Steve Young and Joe Montana, especially Joe Montana. They'll turn around and look at Steve Young and go, oh yeah, the guy on you know, whatever station he's on now that, that does some you know, commentary in a booth. He's the ESPN guy. He's the Monday Night Football guy. I don't see it happening. I'd love to see it happen. You put Peyton Manning in a San Francisco 49er uniform, they make the Super Bowl next year. If he's healthy. Him at 50% is better than 100% Alex Smith. And they have the receivers. Vernon Davis is already an elite tight end. Peyton Manning could put him over the top. I don't know how you can get any higher than elite, but he could be the best tight end in the league, giving him Peyton Manning. They have a running game. Something Peyton's really never had. Carbon copy of Dan Marino. Joseph Adai's never been a solid running back. Marshall Falk was shipped off to St. Louis. He's never had that. You give him Frank Gore, and to a smaller extent, you give him Kendall Hunter. That's something to be. That's something to show. And then, if if it's true that whoever he goes, he's going to bring Reggie Wayne with him, a, a wide receiving core of Reggie Wayne, Braylon Edwards, Ted Ginn Jr., and Michael Crabtree, that's scary. And and before you even get to Vernon Davis, I don't see it happening. What I do see happening at number one. Ah, hey, you know what? I'll get to number one in a second. Here's my honorable mention of my wild, pseudo-wildcard team. The New York Jets. I don't see it happening. I honestly, as a Jet fan, I don't want it. It's too much of a circus already. Rex Ryan is too grandiose, too over the top. He does not mesh with Peyton Manning. Brett Favre didn't work here for one year. It wasn't with Rex Ryan, but Brett Favre didn't work here one year. Let Sanchez grow up. Give him an ultimatum of this year by drafting a rookie quarterback. You can't give him an ultimatum by signing a guy, Hall of Famer or otherwise, that's going to be gone in three years. Can't do it. Peyton will also not play in his brother's building. He's got big brother tendencies for a reason. Not just because he's older than Eli. It's because he wants Eli to have his thing, and he wants to have his own thing. Oreo cookie commercials excluded from this. 
he wants to be himself and he wants Eli to be himself. It'll never happen for that specific reason. Now, if the Jets had their stadium on the west side, that was supposed to happen 10 years ago. Obviously, it's not going to happen now. I'm just in general. Then maybe, just maybe it happens because he would get exactly what he wanted for the next five years. From what I know, the Jets don't play the Giants. They would only play each other in the preseason game, and who really gives a shit about preseason? I don't want it to happen. That's my wildcard team. I don't see it happening. The Jets, if you want to bring salary cap into this, the Jets are too close to the salary cap. And now, drumroll. Number one team. The team that I feel is going to win the Peyton Manning sweepstakes. Peyton Manning is taking his talents to Phoenix, Arizona. Arizona Cardinals. Glendale, Arizona. I think my gut is telling me, and it's a big gut, they have the money, they have the the vacancy at quarterback, they have the tools, they have the defense, they need the leader. They were a hair away, a spectacular San Antonio Holmes, San Antonio Holmes catch away from winning the Super Bowl with Kurt Warner. Peyton Manning's better than Kurt Warner. If Reggie Wayne comes with, you know, if that's his luggage, if that's his baggage, he gets to bring an elite wide receiver who's at the tail end of his career also to the team. Reggie Wayne and Larry Fitzgerald on the same field. All you would have to do if you're the Cardinals is draft a tight end. A serviceable tight end. Draft a tight end. Draft a left guard. It's all you need. Cover Peyton Manning's blind side. Make sure he doesn't get knocked on his ass. And if Peyton's feeling the pressure, <clears throat> get him one tight end. <coughs> Excuse me. It's all he needs. And in that division where your only competition is the, the San Francisco 49ers? Say you, you split the games with the 49ers. That's 5-1. and one. All you have to do is go 5-5 five and five the rest of the season. You play 500 ball against the rest of the NFL. You win your division. You probably get a first... If, if anything, you're definitely going to host the first round of the playoffs. You're going to be a three seed, which means you're going to face the weakest team in the in the NFC. And you put Peyton exactly where he wants to be. With a team that has a coach that says, this is your team. He gets to ride out the, the twilight of his career in a dome again. It means he'll play, he'll have eight games at home in domes. He'll have one game against St. Louis in a dome. So he's already playing more than half of his games in a dome like he's done already in Indianapolis. He'll have the weapons around him. He'll have exactly what he needs. My humble opinion. If Peyton can deal with this circus that's going to be around him 
because he's a very cool customer. Peyton Manning goes to Arizona. That's it. Bottom line. I I feel that that's going to be the big thing. That's going to be the big move. That's going to be where he ends up. One other reason why Miami is not going to happen, and I was talking about Matt Flynn, there's talk that the offensive coordinator of the Packers is going to become the head coach of Miami, and he's going to bring Matt Flynn over with him. Take it for what you will. It may happen. It may not happen. It's just something I heard. My order of teams, Arizona, Miami, San Francisco, Kansas City, uh, Washington, and Cleveland. And then the Jets. But if it does happen, you heard it here first, and I will be happy to say, welcome to Arizona, Peyton. Don't fuck this one up. Couple of plugs. First and foremost, myself. Like I said before, catch me on InsidePulse.com. I'll be in the sports section. Uh, Thank you to everybody there who has welcomed me with open arms. And I've been on the front page and I've gotten a lot of big hits off of it. And I I greatly appreciate it. You can catch me on iTunes. uh, Search Tattoos and Touchdowns or search my name, Chris Espo. I'm on uh, Twitter at at Tats, T-A-T-T-S, capital N underscore, capital T-D-S, capital, uh, Tats and T-D's. You can email me, tattoos and touchdowns at AOL.com. That's tattoos and touchdowns at AOL.com. I'm on Facebook. Search tattoos and touchdowns. Just talk to me. Tell me what you want to hear. If you have a show, if you have an idea, and I have enough fuel for it, please. I, I can Listen, I trim this show down from an hour. I had an hour worth of pontificating on this subject. But if I did that, you'd probably all stab your eardrums with Q-tips. I don't want the blood on my hands, people. Don't want the blood on my hands. And as always, my doppelganger in the world of wrestling, professional or otherwise, Phil Rea, go on Facebook, go to Phil Rea, P-H-I-L-R-A-I-A, Phil Rea. He has uh, two podcasts now, Lucky Stiff. He's got the Will and Phil podcast, which you could find through him, and on iTunes also. And he has his main his main little pet project, which is In the Dog Pound. <clears throat> Search In the Dog Pound on iTunes. Search Phil Rea on iTunes. He's on Facebook. He's on Twitter. He's got an email address. He's got everything. The guy is awesome. And people... I was gone for a week and a half. This was well worth the wait to come back and do this one. I will see you. This is going to be officially now. I am putting my Chris Espo Big C stamp of approval on this one. Take it to the bank. This will be an amazing offseason for football. Peyton is going to Arizona. And every Wednesday, 7.30... PM Eastern Standard Time. Tattoos and touchdowns. See you next week.